0: Welcome back to What the Flexipose, episode three hundred and eighty-one. I am Jason Lacey, and that guy over there,
1: that's Lucas Rose. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, hi.
0: We're still here. Wow, did up. you miss us? It's been two weeks. I know I did. I missed you. It's weird. It's a weird cadence. Cadence. Cicada. Yes.
1: Normally, I'm Sequoia. Sick of you. Once a week was In- more than. <laughs>
0: Now you I can't, can't get enough. Just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. Ah. Oh, Lord. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Anywho. honeyha, Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. And ladies, ladies too. Hope you're doing well on this. You maybe it's a win. Maybe you're up late listening on a Tuesday night. Maybe it's Wednesday. I hope it finds you well. Guess what? I'm gonna say it. Can't get enough of it. Join us on Discord. slash discord Get you in there. Come say hi. Like when people say hi. Come say hi to us. Come do it. Do the things. And remember, we changed our feed. You can now find us at anchor.fm slash flux There's all the links, all the services, all the things where the site's hosted. The old feed is still there. You should still be able to access it. Uh, only at one point if I ever just choose to change the page at fluxdepose.com slash podcasts, will that feed go down? So at some Maybe at some point you might want to migrate, but I have a feeling we could give you ample opportunity, ample warning before we make that switch. So there mm-hmm. you go. That's the things. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't. Uh, we've been doing it. In, what, we've been live on Anchor now for like about a month, I think. Maybe. Yeah. It's hard to say. We've posted hard to say anymore. We've posted like three, three things there. And it's it's after self-hosting for as long as we have, it's it's a lot nicer to just boop, 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 post and be done. You yeah, know, that's nice. I like that.
1: You're saying you're happy
0: with the move. Uh I don't I mean, seem it, to mind it. I mean, it's there's good and bad. I mean, I don't... I wish we had... I think it definitely, like, integrate, like, especially if you're listening to us on Spotify, for example, that would... There's, like, that the direct golden. integration because it's owned, you know, Anchor's owned by Spotify. Um, There's that. But, hey, I got our new artwork on iTunes, and we hadn't been able to do that forever. So I, th- I feel like the... The integration with the other platforms is better, you know, the aggregates. Mm-hmm. Um, the I tr- I I don't like analytics. I try to stay away from those because very really easy, to just like, oh, 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 click on there. But it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see the uh, the geo breakdown. I find particularly interesting. Germany
1: wasn't it one for there was yeah Deutschland
0: some Deutschland listens so
1: probably a bot,
0: <laughs> most definitely <laughs> a bot. And it was interesting to see like old episodes randomly get listen to for whatever reason you know
1: when your water when you grabbed your water bottle it kind of phase shifted into existence there for a second
0: Boom. yeah see <laughs> i'm using uh for those well none of you are our video listeners and so i'm using a background replacement and i'm currently in an x-wing piloting through the stars That's true so that's what lucas is referenced to because my water bottle magically appeared it's i have to I, say the rtx technology it's kind of it's kind of cool Kinda of cool, and uh, yeah, Absolutely. that's it. So anchor, there it is. You know, check us out on there. Nothing else has changed. Welcome to the show, yeah. Lucas. Let's go. Let's do the things, man. How let's are
1: you? Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm doing all right. I feel I feel pretty good. I feel like things are just climbing that that hill of success, and you know, we're going uphill, which is good. Usually, going uphill's it's oh, an uphill is bad. Oh yeah, battle. Th- et cetera, I should et touch on
0: that since okay, um, since we did make the switch. We've released, this is a, be our second bi-weekly episode, but Flexibles Radio went out and members of the Legion, long awaited, got a new episode of Safe Space. Came out last week. Yeah. So
1: yes. People are enjoying uh, that from what I've heard and the Flux Radio as well.
0: Yeah, so... That's good to hear. All, good time to mention that only $1 a month will get you into the Flux Legion and you'll have exclusive access to that Legion feed via Patreon and you can enjoy great things like Safe Space, Early access to Flexible's radio and I'm overdue to do what Jason explains. So maybe I'll knock one of those out quickly in the near future. But not tonight, because after we're done tonight, Daddy's having some fun. And I'm playing Halo. So
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't
0: blame uh, you. Nobody so blames that, you. How could, there, how there's could they that. blame you? There's that. So what's uh what's going on, man? You had the garage cleaned out, I saw on Discord pictures. Speaking of Discord, Heck Flexible yeah. second Discord. Got that Z <laughs> nice. all, all up. Uh, Put to bed it's put to it's tucked
1: in tight for once in the in the however many years i've i've lived here now 7 8 something like that i don't know but uh the first few years for you first few years were easy
0: you kind to of get turned the, into uh, Kermit and the first, first few, few years, years were, uh, were
1: uh, kind of easy but I, it, I, uh, it ain't easy being green i let my inner kermit out you know i try to keep <laughs> them in there but I He's he's along with Ray Romano in there somewhere. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in the dark place. So normally, for the first few years, I was able to just easily park in the garage. But as you live longer and collect more crap and things just end up in places because they need to be stored and you have no good place for it, it got harder and harder and harder to put that baby in there and, like, Last year or two years ago, I remember being like, Oh, it's gonna rain, it's gonna snow, it's gonna be real bad, and trying to get everything. I gotta get, I gotta get out there. Just pushing everything to the sides so that I could park it. But yeah, this year yeah. I was ahead of the curve. Felt good. Um, and I know it's 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 very important that I do that because uh, a couple a week probably a couple weeks ago, I went in there to move the car back and there was Moisture on the windshield, on the inside. So clearly, it has Ooh. some seal problems, um, which it's had for a while. It, if it rains really hard, I'm sure water's leaking in there, and then, uh, or at least I kn- I know it is in two spots along the do- the windows. But the, the you know how expensive it is to buy like weather sealing for an old car that's like 30 years old.
0: It ain't cheap. It's like, uh, I got to say, it's probably not easy.
1: It's 350 bucks or something like that. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. awful. So I need to somehow build that up, that rubber stripping back up and just, I don't know, duct tape. Duct tape's the answer to all your problems usually. But okay. that's that said, that's Cold why it was important that I got get it. in there. Yep. It got the, got the battery on life support, as you saw, so it's constantly getting a, a, a small trickle charge anytime it goes under 12 volts so that the battery doesn't go bad because I had like a two year old battery and if it if it just sets dead for long enough it'll just waste that battery and you yeah, won't be like able those to those cells will dry again. out
0: and you won't be able to use yeah. them. utilize them
1: yeah used to op- you used to be able to open most batteries and just put a little, little distilled water in there or whatever it was reactivate the, the cells but I don't think you That's can open crazy. them that much now Yeah, I remember doing it on my first few cars, but I don't think... I mean, it says right on there, you're going to get battery acid on you if you're not careful. So Mm. probably why they don't let you do it anymore. Good disclaimer. Um, Yeah, yeah. So that feels good. And then, of course, that means I have to make the switch over to Tank, which has been sitting not just outside, but I had the trailer for... Uh, when I went to the dump on one side, the house side, and then tank over on the other side, which is what we call the SUV, my old rusted out SUV. But it was up against the trees where the tree line is on the oh, other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's been getting all sorts of gunk up in there and stuff. Um, so I've been getting that thing prepped for and getting it road ready again. Thankfully, the tires are still fairly new. It's just. When's the last
0: time he, that car has been driven?
1: Oh boy! Um, before we went to the dump, it would have been the first time we went to the dump, which was probably three months ago, four months ago. Oh, okay, something like so that. not
0: not. Too I started long, it a but... few
1: times just to get the oil circulating in there. If you let it sit for too long, the oil drops down in the pan, and then the um, pistons get all dry, and everything else that receives oil gets all dried out. You don't want that. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> It just needs a couple of little TLC things that you would normally do. Oil change. Uh, The thermostat, I think, is stuck open. Thankfully, most of them are, if they go bad, they're supposed to stay open so that if they do go bad and won't open and close, you're not stuck with an overheating engine. Fair. It's a safety feature. So this one is stuck open, I believe. So it only heats, really, when you drive, and then if you stop, The heater just kind of gets cooler and cooler as you sit there. Uh, Because that (laughs) that coolant's always circulating if that's happening. So it never really heats up to get into the heater core and heat all that up. And then the air blows over it. And that's what creates hot air for you. If that ain't happening. If your coolant ain't getting spicy in there. Man, I'm getting getting educated
0: tonight. I don't don't know any of this stuff.
1: I mean, that's a simplified version of it. But, yeah, heater core, all that stuff. Pipes, coolant, good stuff. So... Here's what I learned though. I'll edge you a little bit more because I learned this just today. For some reason, the Pathfinder, Nissan Pathfinder 2002, has not one, but two thermostats. One is a lower one that opens up at a lower temperature to cool the engine off. So once it, the engine hits a, or the coolant hits a certain temperature, boom, opens up. I think it's like 170, 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Then in the other one, it doesn't open until it hits 205 degrees Fahrenheit. Why? I don't know. That must I. It might. It's at the rear of the engine, like the part where the, your firewall is, so that you hmm. can't get your hand back there. Um, so it's down in there a little ways. And I'm gonna have to. If this is the one that went bad, I'm gonna have to pull part of the top of the engine off. Not, oh God! Doesn't look too difficult, but it's a lot of screws and a lot of crap that you have to move out of the way that I'm not really looking forward to. So I'm hoping it's the one up front. But I I bought both of them just in case, and I'll just return whatever I don't use. But I am prepared mentally to have to take a bunch of crap off. I mean, anything's easier than the Z as far as working in there goes. At least I have room in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I didn't know cars could have two. Thermostats. The other one is called a water control valve, technically, but it's actually just a thermostat. So I'm going to try to do that tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, It's supposed to rain, so I have a feeling it's not going to happen. But my my days are limited as far as how warm it's going to be outside (laughs) to do these things. So yeah, uh, yeah. And then of course you got to drain all the coolant, so I have to replace that as well. Uh, And then lastly. We're preparing. We talked about my wife and I, my wife and I talked about possibly putting up the tree and when that was going to happen. And we usually put it in the corner that was closest, or there was a window up there, and it's kind of like the same side as the TV. And that um, we also have like our our shelf units for the kids and everything over in there. And uh, we used to have it up against the little nook where the stairs go up. So there's like, you have that little half wall and then the wall that the stairs are perpendicular to. And my, my wife was like, I would like to put it there again if we could, because we might have family over um, to do Christmas more than just my mom. And uh, I said, okay, that's fine, but we're obviously going to have to move furniture around. And so, you know, we talked about it and we thought about it and I said, you know what? If we're moving furniture around, I would rather do it ahead of time and not be stuck with a furniture layout that we end up hating, but then already Mm -hmm. have the tree up. And so we're like stuck with it for at least a month or a month and a half. And so I just decided today, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to move all the furniture around the way it needs to be. So I did it. And, um, you know, that feeling when you, I, I don't know how much you rearrange your furniture but have you ever come home from work and you, your wife has rearranged it and you're just I've like – I've come
0: upstairs before.
1: <laughs> and just like, what is going on, right? Yeah. It just it well, completely like, changes well, the room.
0: Well, like the one night I definitely went to bed and like one thing was there was that – and I got up the next morning and our plant stand that was in our spare bedroom was now out in the kitchen. I'm like, that wasn't there when I went to bed. And I'm like, when did you do that? She's like, uh, I might have gotten up when I couldn't sleep until so like at 3 in the morning. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> But we okay. just went through the same thing because we, we put up our tree um, last weekend and did the same thing. I had to rearrange nice. the living room because we have we have a bay window, so it just makes sense to have it there in the bay window. But that's where Hell, my yeah. chair was, and it blocks the TV, so we had to move my chair over. We had to move the couch. We had to move this. You know, Oh, of, man. A lot of things moving.
1: Yep. Oh, I know. I know. That's not, that's right what I did, and I had to move our sofa, which is just a trap for toys, uh, and then I moved my chair, but I lucked out in this deal because now my chair is right in front of the TV or at least straight on with the TV instead of being off to the side. So, uh, in that sense, I'm happy with it, but yeah, you know, the feeling when you walk into your house and you're like everything that's been in that spot yeah, for I don't, years I don't know now. where anything is anymore. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I don't know what to do Changes. with
0: my hands. Where do I sit? What's
1: where do I walk? With? What is the yeah, flow? This doesn't,
0: this doesn't make any sense anymore.
1: Can you put ah. arrows on the floor? So I know how to get out around my own house. So yeah, uh, I did I did that today and god the toys, the amount of toys. Oh, oh I found I found my I found my pen. Remember how I kept saying I've been I was looking for yeah. the pen to my
0: yeah.
1: uh tablet. I found it. Uh so that's back in in my possession and will stay there hopefully for a long time and uh oh, be nice. able to get get some work done in that. And my mouse went dead. That's good. I I better plug that in while you tell me about what you've been doing.
0: Well, we lost our TV remote the other day. That was fun. We spent like three hours looking for it. Never I hate found that. it. Well, guess what? A week later, after I t- we have a bunch extra at work because the TCL remote surge like universal, you know, they're working out nice. any ones. I didn't know. Uh, I, took, I took one home from work, and then my wife texted me yesterday. She's like, I found the remote. You'll never guess where it is. Do you want me to tell you or do you want to look for it? I was like, no, just tell me. It <laughs> was in the cabinet where our pots and pans are.
1: Oh, I wonder who because, did that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Um, inter- fun very interesting Um, yeah man we're like in the middle of uh, traditions here as well and like that's one thing I think especially it wasn't so much like when we, we were just um, husband and wife but now that once you have like children and then I consider it more of a family experience then it's like that whole process of like you know kind of creating your own versus what your families have always done and I feel like some family members are really open to that but then some family members expect things to always be the same
1: I was just going to ask you that. Do you find you know, it hard to like, like you're like, I want to do with my family here at home? Well, that we that were fight. kind
0: of, I hate to say it this way, but we were kind of spoiled um, in the past because like last year we didn't travel because of, you know, we had the COVID spike again and we had just gotten yeah. the new house and we wanted to do the holidays in the new house. But like it's hard because my family, all the family wants to see us and, and see Aiden. So that that's like that struggle. But, um, you know, trying to do things like for the first time we're going to we did Thanksgiving here last year, but we're going to do it again this year. And um, my wife's going to do it. Make a turkey. We're going to cook a turkey for the first time. We've never mm. I've like we've never done that, you know, so really, we're
1: have, really. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So um, she's going to brine it. Actually,
1: I hear you have to. I made one last year and actually uh, Michael asked me if I brined it first. and I said no. And he's like, well, there's a yeah. problem.
0: Yeah, she's got a whole recipe. She's got a whole thing. I think we're going to have to start nice. thawing it on Sunday. And then it's got a brine for, like, 12 hours or something like that. Um, so we'll have her folks over. And, like, in a perfect world, we'd love to have, like, the big family gathering and have the both sides over. But it's just – it's tough because I know, like, my grandpa isn't going to go anywhere. My grandpa my mom's side isn't going to travel at all because um, of his health. Mm-hmm. And, like, so then my grandma's not going to go. So, that, like – it unfortunately like we're probably a couple of, until I hate to say it, but until like some of my older family members pass, you know, that are just not going to, you can't travel and do those things, you know? So yeah, it's going to be tough. So we're like, we'll do Thanksgiving at home and then we'll probably at some point during the weekend, we'll, do the road trip and make the you know make the runs but it's so it's so hard like with the whole split family thing because you got my mom and then my dad's a separate entity and then we got her folks and then my grandparents are close by so it's just like ugh. Mm-hmm. but you know it's like that whole thing now at least like new things like you know we we're i think apparently that's the thing now that first week of first or second week of november apparently our tree goes up but like aiden's like insane for christmas like insane Like it's the greatest thing he plays with. He has. I have a bunch of these nutcrackers I've had forever. He plays with them. That's he just plays with nutcrackers, nutcrackers. And like, you know, like the little village thing displays with the lights.
1: Oh, yeah. We've got a few of those.
0: of those. He plays with those, too who cares about action figures i've got little christmas displays and ornaments that's that's what he plays with
1: he's going to be playing sim city in no time that's that's the game that you have to <laughs> exactly. introduce him to exactly
0: and now i have a funny story remember a couple weekends ago we took that parenting workshop yeah you said it was well, really good yeah it was good well i had a water bottle much like this but it was black okay but it's a stainless steel water bottle screw on top okay that was over by Jeff, my wife and our stuff on the far side of the room. And we were at the point we were doing something with it as a group and we were up split between two groups in the one side, far side of the room. And there's an older woman there that she, she was there because, because she's taking care. She is raising her granddaughter that she's had. Like she's had her children are already like in their thirties. Must probably not be a good reason that she's raising one of her daughter's children since birth. I'm guessing yeah. must be, you know, like something drug or some sort of substance, you know, related. Anywho, she was there. And all of a sudden, as I'm standing there and I'm, I can see her across the room, I see her stand up and she looks around. And I see her go over and pick up my water bottle. What? See her walk as she walks across the room. Unscrews it. Knocks it back. And I'm thinking the whole time I'm just watching. I'm like, hmm. Yep. that Oh, okay. Yeah, All that right. is mine. <laughs> that That's mine, but okay. I, I didn't want to have water while we were here anyway. And um, we sit back down there. And then we eventually go back to seats and she like sits down, puts it right there by her seat. And I'm like, well, clearly she must have one at home and thinks that she brought it here. And so, I hope we got to a, so we got to a part at a break and Jess was sitting there. I'm like, so um, this is kind of awkward, but that's my water bottle. And she's like, oh, and she just grabbed Jess, just grabbed it and gave it back to me. And I just kind of hid it in my coat. And when we got a chance to go out to lunch, we just I just put it back in the car. But it wasn't like, what do you how do you approach that? You go, um, excuse me, but that's my water bottle, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so she didn't know that you took it back. I never said anything.
0: I, I wouldn't blame you. I just, yeah. just kind of let her think she was senile and forgot it.
1: <laughs> well, apparently she's senile and thought she brought it with her. So, so
0: ho- exactly. As so I was like, Oh, Oh man. Uh, it's well, funny. That's Many I'm times. proud of
1: you for taking it back. I probably would have just let, I've been like, well, that's yeah. cause yeah. What do well, you do?
0: Learn want that one.
1: Well, and, yep. and I mean, w- best case scenario, they just go, Oh, sorry, here you go. But more likely it's, you can't prove you brought that here.
0: This mm-hmm, is mine. Mm-hmm. I brought it from
1: home. And then you that's gotta exactly, do class.
0: That's exactly my thought. That's exactly where my thoughts went to. So
1: Ugh, I don't blame you. Wow. Yeah.
0: Some They're people. Having... Some people, man. Some birch. You want to talk about some stuff we've been doing? Yeah, sure. I don't know what the, I know what the proper I don't know what the proper thing. What you doing? What you... <laughs> I don't know.
1: you remember that when we used to do <laughs> oh, that? Oh man.
0: Let's yeah, I did back remember that. School. What you doing? Uh, uh, this is what's nice, man, about the two weeks thing, because then I actually have time to do things and get him to, you know, build this list out. Yeah, you know? I,
1: I know. Otherwise, like I, like I said to you, I was like, oh crap, I I need to play more stuff, and then I realized we got another week, and I was like, oh, yeah.
0: thank God. <laughs> so I uh, was it after the show. I thought last week I was going to play something. And I just kind of stared it forward. You went through that awkward moment where you just stare at your screen. And you just yeah. don't know what to do. But um, I think it was like a couple Sundays ago, I had to, time on Sunday. And I really i am like, you know what? Let's just randomly play some shit on Game Pass and see what I like. And it, I've had my eye on a few things for a while. And the first one was, uh, carry, well, f- actually, this started out. I was going to play Doom. I was like, break, Let's pick up Doom Eternal. Keep playing there. Mm, I mean, like, yeah. let's play something that utilizes the graphics card. Let's feel some frames. Let's sh- kill some demons. And man, I I really prefer 2016 Doom to Doom Eternal so far. Really? Like, yep. it was just simpler and you just go in and shoot shit and like here you've got this like this whole like home base area with all these things I have to go through and do upgrades and like there's all these like there's like item management in terms of like spending points to unlock upgrades and I was just like, I just want to shoot shit. I don't want to sit here and mull over how many points I'm going to put into this or where I'm going to upgrade that. You <laughs> a know? lot of people didn't. Just,
1: I thought you were going to say the platforming, because I know a lot of people got turned off by that, too.
0: Well, I what I previously stopped playing was at a really bad platformer section and trying to remember how to properly double oh, jump and do the dashes yeah. yeah, was not good Grabbing for that. Wall. But, so I don't know. I, it was a big turnoff, and I was just like, I'm going to to stop and that's that's what led me to like let's okay let's just play some weird random stuff on game pass and see what I what I can find and the first thing I fired up which something I've had my eye on forever was uh Carrion which I remember Donnie yeah. beat the drums for that was big in it he's you know he's a big developer digital supporter and it's like what if you got to be the thing almost mm-hmm. that's kind of what yeah. it's like you're like that crazy alien in this research facility that breaks out and you get to murder people And I that's played exactly it and I got
1: stuck So I'm curious to hear your
0: well, you know, I've played I think I played somewhere between probably thirty minutes and an hour. I would say I got through quite a few of the first few sections and it's very interesting because you know you start off as this tiny little I don't even know what you are. You're like almost like a you're a series of tendrils almost because as you move, you're just constantly like attaching yourself to the surface and moving pulling yourself along. And uh, I mean, you, you feed, that's what you do. You kill stuff, you kill and eat people, or you you can like grab things and throw them all around. So it's really fun to mess with the physics and like throw things at people and do all that. But as you eat and consume, your mass grows. And that's where like some things happen in the game. Like you have certain abilities that you unlock that you only can use depending on what size you are. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you have a a web. Um, There's a, I can't, uh, you have like this weird like lunge attack. I can't quite remember how It's been a little bit, but you know, it was, it was interesting. And I liked, like, I remember nearly being turned on to like the, the aesthetic of it. And I remember like being pretty excited. I was going to get it on switch. And then now I'm like, well, I'm glad I just played it for free, you know? Cause I mean, it was fun, but it, it got the, it got repetitive for me kind of quick. And I'm I'm just not sure if I'm feeling the loop. So to yeah. speak. It's just well, and there's it's... a bit
1: of there's a bit of Metroidvania to the levels too, and that yeah,
0: like yeah, because be you're okay, gonna crisscross but... and back forward, but typically, like, and it seems like you get into an area and then you just like have to like infest different parts of the area, and then it unlocks a gate, and then you move through, and then you just kind of. And I did fight a boss, which is interesting. I mean, so it's 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 fun, and it's like when I'm in the right mood, you know, I think I could get into it, but I mean, it just wasn't like it wasn't like amped when i was playing it you know it was it was cool like because i like that let's flip the script a little bit and you get to be the, the weird creature instead of being the hero to take it down you know which is always yeah kind of fun to see but kind of like when that like when left for dead came out and that was like the huge thing We're like oh man you get to be you can be the zombies and have to kill you know mm-hmm. kill their humans and stuff but um yeah, you know I'll, I'll give i will give it keep i'll have to look at how long like maybe like the how long to beat because i'm curious how much like the gameplay is i don't think it's a super long game but i'm, I'm curious, curious what that well. is because i i kind of i don't want to just give up on it yet i want to give it another a play but i like not... like some things i've i enjoyed but in some parts i'm like yeah like i think much like you mentioned once i get to the part where i was like okay i'm going to doing some backtracking and this and that and i was like oh okay
1: Does it make you feel better to know that you've played about a quarter of it already? It's about five hours.
0: (laughs) Okay. I had a feeling it was pretty short. Well, if that's the case, then I might... You would hope, right? I might push through and see it to its end. Just to say that I've done it.
1: It has DLC, apparently, which adds about an hour to it.
0: Yeah, and that's in Game Pass as well. Oh, cool. Because when you boot it up, you get to choose. Which one? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I got stuck at a part where you're above ground in a helicopter, I think it's been a while, a helicopter lands and there's some people up above. Yeah, so that's an interesting part.
0: There's like this weird, like, I don't know what it is you climb into as the creature, but then you get to like experience, you're like viewing what's happened prior, like you're viewing it in the past. And yeah, Yeah. so when that sequence happens, you get to actually take control as the scientist. You're like, I I don't think what you're seeing is real time. I think it's past because like, that's like a scientist that explores this area and you find it's like, you have to go down and do some switches and climb down into the research area. And I think you actually find like, they find the same, I think it shows how you got where you ended up. Cause they like show you take that. Like eventually that shows the scientist like taking samples from this. And then mm-hmm. there's like a couple, I've done two of those sequences so far. Okay. So you so, are farther than me then. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, I I I, 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 I am the pro gamer on this podcast, so you know.
1: (laughs) I feel like I interact you are. That is true actually. Uh I feel like I interacted with everything and couldn't figure out where the hell I was supposed to go. Oh, where am I supposed to go?
0: Well, I'm really good at playing really bad look uh really bad platforming games that look like that. I mean I did play flashback and that gives me immediate flashbacks (laughs) of playing that game.
1: Flashbacks of flashback.
0: Ugh. Never again
1: squared. Well, it's funny that you played something that has like that horror bent to it because I also was playing something that had sort of a horror mm. bent to it because I was turned on to this game by Josh when he heard I had a PS5, he we were playing something and he told me you should check out this game and it's called Returnal. I had briefly seen it through like one of the I don't know, one of the the game Things that we watch, you know, whether it was a PlayStation, uh, not direct, but you know what I mean. I, I don't know what they call yeah. their things, but Sony direct or whatever. Um, I had seen it, but I wasn't too familiar with it. So, and, and I've talked about before how I like sometimes going into games or movies or books, not really knowing what it is and just seeing if I like it. And uh, so what this is, is a sci-fi Game that uh, you start out. I won't go too far into the story, but it is interesting. Um, you start out on a ship in an approach mm-hmm. to what a, I think I believe it's a planet, and you're clearly there to do something, and you find out you're not supposed to be there um, based on whatever like authority governs you, uh, whether that's like some sort of army or. Uh, space organization. Not sure what it is, um, but based on the main characters, like the way what she's talking about and everything, it makes it clear that you're either breaking some sort of law or rule, or if you got caught, it looks. It, would be it bad. looks cool. It, it it is. It looks. It does look very cool. It's got a. I got It's got a neat like aliens sort of vibe to it a little bit, just in the way some of the sounds effects are. And the way the ships kind of are not really that seventies look to it, but it's, it's very dark and sort of
0: like, what's the movement? Like, I mean, I'll probably just look at a video here to get it. It's quite fast.
1: So what I was going to say is that it's like a Metroid meets dark souls meets binding of Isaac. And I'll explain those in a, in a minute, but the movement is actually quite fast. So even though I say dark souls, the movement, the combat, uh, you can dash in this, so it's okay. almost more like uh, I can't even think, it'd be like Hollow Knight, kind of only in a 3D. Oh, yeah, she, yeah.
0: she's got like a little dash and a little jetpack boost. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, you're jumping around, uh, moving around quite quickly. Um, but the story to finish out the story, you crash land and you find out that you're supposed to be investigating something called White Shadow, a signal that is emanating from this planet. And every time you enter uh, this doorway, this archway from your ship, the starting point, the planet rearranges itself, or at least this area of this planet rearranges itself each time. So in that sense, you're getting um, that roguelike experience where you are doing runs and you're collecting things and then doing runs again and trying to get a little bit farther each time. Um, So like in Binding of Isaac, you're collecting items that kind of change the way that you fight, whether that's guns or uh, things that attach to your suit that change certain things, um, certain... uh, like when you pick up an item, it might heal you, for instance. Um, okay. In addition to doing whatever else, uh, but at the same time, it may give you negative, and those are called parasites. So if you attach a parasite to you, it might, it'll give you a positive, but also negative, and th- those are optional. But you're you're just okay, picking that, up that things. Explains that explains it.
0: Cause I saw one screenshot, and it looked like she had like this weird. Thing on her Alien arm that was weird. like connected to the gun, and I was like, "Okay, that yep. now that makes sense."
1: Yeah, so there's different ones that connect to different parts, and you can have more than one. Um, and then I say Dark Souls because it's just so the the whole planet itself uh, reminds me of Dark Souls a little bit. It's dark, it's dreary, it's gloomy. The story is pretty uh, seems to be pretty. I don't know how to dark. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's like it's a it's a dark sci-fi story. and uh, the sci-fi sci-fi part of it reminds me of Metroid because you are going through these like mazes of things and you're collecting these things and uh, you have the suit, which I don't think that gets upgraded in a visual sense, but you are female. Um, I don't know, it just gave me those vibes of more like an earlier metroid where everything is just so kind of creepy
0: you know what i mean yeah i'm surprised because from a visual standpoint when you first just look at it i would think it would be more more slow and plotting more like you know an alien type that's the type of experience i would see and you're not It's like you're quite fast like you said like the movement and everything just the running and the sprinting and um... well
1: and the reason for that is because it's almost like a bullet hell game um one of the first enemies Mm. that you encounter does like a spread of these orbs and it shoots like 20 of them. In oh yeah.
0: I saw that yep, in this little so video. Of-
1: a lot of those, uh, if you go on Twitter and you look at the thing that I posted, I was, uh, trying to defeat the first boss, the first real boss. And, uh, it does all sorts of bullet hell type things, um, that you normally would see in like a 2d shooter, but it's in a 3d mm-hmm. space, which makes it very interesting. Um, as a gameplay perspective, just cause you're, you're dodging around, you're trying to shoot, you're trying to be accurate, but also not get yourself killed because in the dark souls fashion, it's not easy to heal. You don't have healing items, or at least I don't yet. You find it in the world. Um, and even the most basic of enemies will kill you if you're not careful. Uh, which is much like Dark Souls. You can get killed by a starting skeleton if you let a couple of them get on you. So uh, a couple of the interesting gameplay things from my perspective, the things that kind of set it apart or made me go, oh, that's kind of neat. So when you kill uh, the enemies, they drop this currency. And that currency, like I wasn't thinking about it at first, but a lot of the time you use it at um, these machines that will make the they're called fabricators they'll make things for you like items and you might not know what the item is you scan it and then you find out what it does you pick it up um they take this currency and when they drop it it's only there for a limited time now you can shoot one of these enemies from pretty far away if you have the right like pistol or the carbine but if you shoot it and it dies and you're halfway across the map, you're probably not going to get there in time to pick up that currency. And it didn't really occur to sure. me until halfway through my playtime, which has probably been about four hours now, that I'm probably losing a lot of money by doing by picking them by off from that. so far away. So it's you start to get like a little bit more aggressive, because otherwise you're not making enough money to get items and stuff. Uh, and then the other thing that was interesting is you do find weapons in the world, and so far, they've all been... I think I've found about three different weapons. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but some of them have different um, abilities that you unlock by using them. So the mm-hmm. shotgun will shoot more narrow um, shots after you've used it a while, meaning the spread pattern won't won't fly everywhere. And it'll Yep, and it'll be more useful um, from far away. But then you also have an alt-trigger um, like an alternate fire for all of these weapons. And they change on a weapon to weapon basis, but they also have a group within that weapon where it could be like one of three different things.
0: Like a what happens missile. if you die?
1: So if you die, you get to see all of this. Uh, you, for the first few times I died, I saw some story stuff and then you crash land again and you start over. Um, So light. What spoiler, about
0: during the boss? They do the same thing.
1: Yeah, same thing. You're forced to do it okay, all over so I must,
0: again. Because I'm, I'm, I'm watching somebody's playthrough, and they were at a boss, and they died, and it faded out, and then they were at the boss again. So I'm assuming they must oh, have just they cut it, edited it, yeah. cut it all out, and back to the boss. Got so it.
1: light spoiler alert, because it did surprise me, but you find out very early in the story. Um, you will As you're going around looking through all these places, you find out that one of the dead bodies that's em- emitting a radio signal is you. And as you go through this, you Hmm. find your own dead bodies uh, over and over. And you you keep finding these radio uh, broadcast or um, like journals that tell you a little bit more of the story from her perspective. But I don't know if there's a time travel thing going on or some sort of paradox. What's
0: what's creating the the loop?
1: Yeah. Like how could you be finding things that you knew in the past but were about things that haven't occurred yet? What's making
0: you... Return
1: return, yeah, exactly. um but yeah,, uh, what was interesting is you gain proficiency overall, gun proficiency, weapon proficiency. and as you gain levels of this, the the weapons you find in the world gain profit like gain levels. So you might start with oh, a level nice. zero okay. pistol and then you gain one level and then you find a level one shotgun, um basically. so, You start back at zero, at least so far. Every time you die, so you have to build that proficiency up. So part of it is getting upgrades so you can kill the boss. Otherwise, so you kind of have to
0: do the loops a little bit to get stronger. And yeah,
1: and of course, you have a couple of loops where you do really good, and then you die like five times in a row, super super easy, Um, with that whole random generation. You run into the same rooms after a while, but they're in a different layout, and some of the items are spread out differently. And then, of course, some of the uh, enemies you face may be more powerful or less powerful; just kind of depends. Sure. So, yeah, it's it's got that it's got that loop that's really drawing me in right now, and I and I've been playing it during uh, my daughter's nap. That that's kind of like the I'm going to play the story game. Uh, sure. Time so put some good time into it and have been really enjoying it so far.
0: Awesome. Cool. Looks cool. I'm glad it, glad you got something. It's always good to have something like that, that you can jump into and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to jump to a uh, comic. I read, I, I kind of towards the end of October, I ran out of steam a little bit cause I was running out of my holds and I've kind of like, you know, the, the stuff that I've been reading is fairly new. So I'm getting to the end of the, the volumes. So, we had re- yeah. we had gone to the library, the actual physical library this weekend. I was like, oh, maybe there'll be a random graphic novel I can pick up. You know, I can actually read some physical. And just wasn't anything that struck my eye. So this was again another Boom Studios. This is one another one that I had on my my list to start reading, and it's called "We Only Find Them When They're Dead," and this is a sci-fi um, themed comic. And I, it's hard to explain right now. I can't really, like, it's tough because like, I can't remember the ship's name or the character's name, but essentially <laughs> it's like 23, I, th- I think it's like roughly like probably like 300 years in the future. And Ooh. this is a four person crew of this. It, it's almost like a, they're like a mining ship, but they're going out and they're harvesting from, they call them as gods and they're like giant floating corpses in space. And they're like these giant, humanoid creatures that are dead but they're literally like slicing up pieces of their of their like for instance the one type they're like harvesting like pieces of the cheek and they load up their payload with all of this and they i'm not wow. quite sure what happens with that but while they're out there there's escort ships like each vessel is only has a contract to a certain area and they're not allowed to like harvest in other spots if they do they just get basically get shot down or they can tr- i've seen um you know they try to make a run for it with their supplies and they get pursued and shot down by these escort ships. So I'm kind of, I've only read the one volume so far. Um, and so the main character has some backstory like he's lost all his family and he has this relationship with one of this, the escort ships that um, it's not a good relationship. You know, she wants to kill him like revengeful. Um Yeah. Uh, the, uh, it's been tough because honestly reading this it's been i like enjoy it like the art's cool and i like in, i enjoy this premise because it's so wild and that, hence that's the we only find them when they're dead would they only find the gods when they're dead yeah um it's very like distracting it's like kind of hard to read and maybe this would be better to read actual the physical comic but reading in the um on the tablet it's just been hard like there's been so much going on like the with the art and everything it just it's it kind of like fights with my focus for the actual reading what's oh, on there yeah,
1: yeah i'm looking at a page right now and like you see it's kind of like three main three it's three vertical frames in a horizontal fashion so like one two three yes but you have yep. like a, a ship coming out over the first frame it does and the that second.
0: a lot like having those like the breaking the typical framing and everything it's not it, which is cool i like that but i've also it noticed it's it big on um large horizontal frame so at one point i was actually holding my tablet sideways because it was just easier to read but then it, yeah. then it then it would quickly like shift again so i feel like um for right now it's like the middle of the road for me i'm, I'm interested enough that i'll keep reading because especially it's like a cool concept but i've never had something like that before and um I don't want to do any spoilers because there was a cool twist that came up and I kind of want to see where that's going. But um, I just I don't know enough about the world so much yet that kind of makes sense of it all. And what's going on in the
1: middle of it or something. And then you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, it kind of does like it
0: like it starts. It does this a lot too, where it like jumps back and forth between these two different dates and like three different key dates in time. And like one is when the captain's family was alive and he was younger. And that's how it starts off. It very starts off when he's a, like a boy and on, on his family's ship doing boy. the same thing. And then, and then it jumps for you know, to the present date. And it, so it's jumping back between like when his family was alive, when they died to the present date and like one other kind of, so it, and it just kind of gives you some like slow trickle of backstory that way, gotcha. you know, but it's just, I don't know. Not as like reading it now, not quite as, like r- talking about it now, I can tell I'm like not quite as big on it as I as I thought I was going to be, you know, mm. Um, but I'm going to keep I'm going to give it a go, give it some more reads and 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 see, because I, I don't know what else I would uh, what else I would go to right now. Otherwise, because I'm like, I'm in this little drought here and I, I don't want to mm. kind of go back to The Walking Dead yet, but I kind of want to jump into like, I know you're reading TMNT and I was like, oh, maybe I'll jump into those. And then I kind of wanted to check out that one that Takeda was reading. I, I know you read it. Um, too i oh, can't remember yeah, what the yeah.
1: monstrous i think it's called
0: yeah and maybe you know like i wonder if there's something like i don't like to put comics on my goodreads because i don't want to like dilute my book recommendations the comics but i wonder if there's something like that specifically for comics where you could get because i know like i'm reading them on hoopla and i do get recommendations based on that mm-hmm. but i wonder if there's some sort of website or resource like that where you could Put in things that you enjoyed, and then it would make recommendations based on similar interests or similar um,
1: style of book.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know because I use one called Read More, and that's, but that's more about like hitting reading goals than it is about like Mm. discovering new stuff. Uh, I haven't gone into that. I've just been using it as a tracker for what I've been reading. Yeah. Um, And it works good for that. But, I don't think I've seen it, like, suggest things based on my reading. Um, but that might in, be like, a paid it, feature or
0: something. Yeah. In, like, a comic, in of course, a common sense would be, like, oh, I should check out, you know, uh, you know, go back into some of the Marvel or something. But, I, like, I don't want to read just, like, superhero stuff. And if nothing else, I think I'd be more interested in, like, stuff that would more go the route of, like, that's more gritty and more real, like, from what you get from like what the what the boys has done, like I haven't read the comic, but what that series tries to do, or like yeah. Watchmen, you know, like more of that. Like I don't want just like the overtop, the stuff I guess, right now. Yeah, and I yeah. I search, don't. I just. Yeah. I don't. I don't want the more. I don't. I'm not looking for that whimsical. But I, I did. I do have next on my list, jumping into some more. God hates astronauts. So
1: oh, nice, nice.
0: Picking I don't up think there.
1: I don't think I've read that yet. I think I meant to, and I just never ended up doing it. Uh, It's funny that you you mentioned that, because uh, I'll go into some of the stuff that I've been reading, and one of the things that I'm glad I picked back up on is The Goon, which I had said is what you had um, given me for a birthday present one time, um, a volume of it. I think it was the first volume uh, of the... Because like what I'm reading now are omnibuses or collections mm. that of like a much larger yeah. body of work and uh so this is by Eric Powell which apparently
0: like, just to interrupt you really quick I'm yeah, not sure, sure if I was reading in like comicsology for example then, you then you're probably gonna get a pretty I, I would I would think because you're gonna get a pretty decent breadth of recommendations but I'm and tempted to Amazon, their own right it is now, yeah. They were per- acquired by Amazon. I'm tempted to like try their unlimited or their their subscription model to see what he gets access to. But like, you know, takeda I think had the most background with that and still said there's like you're gonna get to read a bunch, but then it's eventually gonna like some of the later issues or whatever you're gonna have to pay for. Yeah. And it's like I'm not looking to I'm not looking to pay for comics. I'm looking to get stuff for free. That's why I do it through the <laughs> library. And yeah. I'm surprised actually. Like the Hoopla app has quite a bit available like we're we're pretty lucky i think with like the kent district library is actually pretty Hashtag blessed. pretty top-notch
1: they are they are i actually filled out a survey for them and i was like anytime i talk to anybody about libraries they're always like your library is so much better than ours ours sucks so i'm very happy to have our library as a resource that we can use um but going back to the, oh it actually i since we're at a break, I wanted to say, you talked about the way that they frame um, we only find them when they're dead. In Something's Killing... Was it Something's Killing the Children? mm mm-hmm. um, In those books, they actually do some really cool things with the framing in that one, too, where it doesn't just stick to one page. It goes across two pages. But then it also... Um, I don't know. The way that they do their boxes in some of those scenes were really cool and it wasn't confusing in this sense. They were just like, it had a cool flow where yeah. since it went across two pages with wise, uh, even if it was like multiple small squares of like, like four in one, the first row or something like that, it was still, I don't know. It was still very cinematic and, and cool looking. Uh, and I hadn't really seen it up to this point in, other comics so I really appreciated it but um back to the goon so I apparently this is really popular I didn't know like this comic was celebrating I the goon it's it's great yeah. it's it's 19 it's a 1930s um gangster esque it's weird because they're in a gang and there's other gangs but it's not like Dick Tracy or something where it's just all gangs and people getting shot up by Tommy guns. It's, it's sci-fi and like monsters and stuff more than anything. Um okay. One of the biggest enemies is this. Shaman voodoo guy who has raised the gay, all the gangs that had, had died. Like they had this big, turf war or something and a lot of them died and the shaman came along and raised them all as zombies and now they all live on this place called lonely street and so like they take over this territory and the goon just comes along and punches their faces in every (laughs) every once in a while but like the the language is super cavalier in it reminds me of like sam and max a bit because of the partner dynamic and well it's kind of like that
0: same like not the Sam and Max are in that era, but they're kind of calling back, I think, to that a yeah, little bit. That they're like,
1: like <laughs> noir esque language. Like, say, yeah. like, um, that really colorful language from that era, but also just like taken to an, extre- an extreme. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really fun. It's a fun read, even though sometimes there is a lot of text. Uh, it's not as bad as like a Neil Gaiman. Uh, uh comic but there is sometimes uh more than you would think there but it reads really fast cuz it's not complex at all it's it's very fun it doesn't take itself seriously and the weird part is like it's not a con- it's not like an obvious start to finish story so you'll read one thing like in this second volume you'll read one thing and then it will go into a retelling of a christmas carol but with uh, people from the the um, the world. So you'll have like the goon as a uh, ghost of Christmas present, for instance. Uh, and then you'll read all that and then you'll go back to like whatever story. Like I just read about one of the characters who they consider kind of like an old coot, but she's sort of everyone's mom or grandma. Um, some gypsy lady was trying to get a ring back from her Because she left her homeland and that was like a huge problem because she was betrothed to someone. She took the place of her cousin and then they both left. And her cousin found uh, safety somewhere and she never talked to this cousin again. And she ran away to where she is now with the goon and everybody there. Um, But she was found. And so if this gypsy lady finds this ring, she has like proof to basically be able to kill her or put a curse on her or whatever. And so the goon's like, oh, I'm going to help you out. But they're not allowed by their law. And so he finds a workaround uh, for that by using union rights laws <laughs> because she uses a she uses an <laughs> army of the dead to like to try and clear out the swamp. And they're like, wait a minute, they're not being fairly compensated. And so they, they go into this huge union uh dispute with her and be like lay down the laws of this land and um which is you as you probably know during that era was a huge thing like unions and everything at that time were had a lot of political power and such um so yeah it's just a lot of fun and it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's uh it's like story to story it's not consecutive stories that go from start to finish but it can be a little confusing at times but then you it's just fun It's just a lot of fun. Um,
0: Awesome.
1: So I would recommend it to anybody. If that sounds like a good time, uh, it is. Uh, The other two things I'm going to group in here real quick. I'll start with pound for pound. Uh, It's about, uh, okay, the cover had a, um, had a big uh, mask of uh, wrestler. Oh, what are they called? The Mexican wrestlers. Luchador? Luchador mask. Thank you. Um, but it was a female luchador mask. And so I looked at it. And I was like, oh, I was just looking at the in the adult section of the graphic novels and had happened to find it. All that means is they're swearing in it, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was a contained, self-contained story. Really cool. Very cinematic. It felt like it was basically a movie and they couldn't get it made. So they just decided to do it um, in this graphic novel form about a – MMA fighter who has all these flashbacks about her family because something happened when she was young and now whenever she gets, like, kicked around in the ring, she starts to have these flashbacks and then she comes back and wins even though she blacks out a little bit. And okay. her her little sister is taken by the local cartel because she's was supposed to go down in the fight and she doesn't. And that sends her down a road of her past where she slowly realizes things about what happened. And um, she has the chance to basically get revenge or avenge her family or whatever. Um, And it was pretty good. But at the end, it takes this kind of unrealistic turn, I felt like. But once you get over that, it was all right. Like I wouldn't strongly recommend it, but if you're just looking for a quick read, it was. I you could do worse, and the art style was really good. So, um, I had, I had read it in like two nights, I think, and I wasn't upset that I did. On the other hand, okay. I had talked about, I had shown you, I think, Heathen in Discord, a, comic, a graphic novel called Heathen. It's three volumes. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because it was a Viking girl or lady, woman, who appeared to be like on some sort of quest or what have you. And it has a great deal of Norse mythology in it. Odin and some of the other like the Valkyries and other gods mm-hmm. and people that I haven't heard of. And um she is cast out of her Viking town because she has Uh, basically she lusts after a woman, one of her friends in the town. And so she leaves and finds love in a demigod or something like that. Sort of like she seems to be a God or she was cursed by a God. So somehow she's like immortal, but she's also seems fairly weak as far as gods go, especially compared to like Odin. Um and so I was really enjoying the story about how, like, these gods were to- like messing with this one girl and her her life, who she really has no home, so she's just kind of wandering around. But then in the yeah. in the third volume, they changed artists, and the art style was like I kind of was digging it for the first. Oh, two I saw volumes. your comment
0: about this, and I wonder what what comic you were reading that you referenced.
1: It really like it looked like I could have drawn it in in flash. It wasn't like really bad, but it was it's it, it's tough because I don't want to bring down anybody's art. They're clearly good enough to get like published obviously, but I just didn't care for it and it seemed a little bit slapdash compared to what came before it in those first two volumes. And with the ending at volume 3, I'm wondering if they were just like forced to it's like either you end it now or we're not just we're just not gonna renew your your story or whatever. So normally, if the story is good enough, I could look past that, but I couldn't here. Like it just kind of the way that it sort of just quickly wrapped up, and the art style, which was really let me down. I I it was rough. It was a rough ending. And since mm. it's like it's those three volumes, it's hard for me to recommend because it's not even. There's not a whole lot of story there at the end. There's a lot of like words, like there's pages in it, but not a lot happens over that amount of time. So Yeah. So I was a little disappointed in that one. That was kind of the first uh, I had another disappointment, bummer. but I'm not gonna talk about that one because it's a little bit more political than I'd like to be. Mm, um got it. But these but yeah, overall, like I feel like I'm I'm starting to punch up now and get Get back to some of the stuff that I think are might be more enjoyable, so more fun to read.
0: There you go. Okay. Um, real quick, I will just mention we introduced my son. I was we were on the fence about it, and we we're like, uh, "F it!" And we introduced my son to Home Alone.
1: Oh and
0: baby. He. Like, I, A, I forget, like, there's some language there that I'd prefer he didn't hear. I was going to ask you about that. But <laughs> I forget, like, how terrible, like, they talk to Kevin, too. Like, a lot of shut-ups and this and that. And I was like, okay. But honestly, he doesn't really focus on any of that. I think he kind of, like, is drawn to the fact that Kevin's also a kid, you know? So he yep. can kind of, like, the way, he, he likes the traps. That's all he talks I gonna about. He's was going to the traps with the naughty guys. And, and um, they fall down. He's, and he, he's, of course, with Aiden, you know, I've expressed it. It's very hard to get him to watch anything new. And we watched that, and he watched Home Alone too. But he prefers Home Alone. He likes Home Alone One. Like we even on the next day, he asked if we could watch Home Alone One, the, the yeah. first one, because he likes that better. And we he had us like fast forward basically through bits, and then just watch the traps, you know, and <laughs> stuff, which is fine. But yeah, um, you know, it's like it's like you know it's violent, but it's like that over the top comedic, you know. That hopefully it's not, you know i mean it's like real world emulation yeah i think it's a little tough to take that into real world emulation um but he he really he really enjoyed it and that was the fact like he would cackle so much and every time it happens he's like oh that worked or you know he would always make comments when something happened so um i think he he really enjoyed it and it was fun to see him watch something that you know i remember seeing as i like what like 10 years old you know i remember going to the theater with my dad and seeing that and um it's, it's weird watching movies like that, especially with him, because it's like he's never seen like, well, I mean, he's seen a phone, but like just like the technology, like technology is so different, the TV, you know, everything. It's like, you know, that time traveling mm-hmm. a bit. And I remember like, you know, watching old films with your parents and now it's like totally different because like, you know, we have preservation and the way like something that was filmed 10 years ago probably still gonna look pretty good, you know, twenty years down the road. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, you know, like the Fed obviously Fidelity's gonna improve, but I feel like, you know, it's easier to watch than, you know, watching a black and white film or something like that, you know, for mm-hmm. talking about for, for for a child, you know. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh interesting just introduced him and it was, you know, fun fun was had. Fun was had by all. So but the the last thing I want to bring up was the last game I played, uh again was from Game Pass and we had talked about this before and I remember I think it was I remember how it first popped up for me. I think it was just randomly through the lists or whatever. And that is Backbone, which is yeah. on Game Pass. It is a kind of point-and-click adventure, detective noir, um, do gritty you, pixel.
1: Do you point-and-click with the mouse if you play on key, on PC?
0: No, you use a keyboard. Okay. You, w- you do. Wass in- you was it. So you can use – and I, I would actually – I'll get into that in a second. Okay. Um, but it's a pixel – Anthropomorphic animals, so kind of think like black sad but pixelized a little bit. And I, I fortunately I can't remember the character you play as. He's a raccoon. He's a private investigator. And you are hired by a woman who's believes her husband is having an affair and she wants you to get evidence, pictures of it to Howard sp- Lotor. Is
1: his
0: name. Howard Lotor, thank you. She wants you to get pictures of it so she can have it to to she would she doesn't want him to have custody of the kid and so it's all you know part of that mm-hmm. and you unravel a bigger plot of course <gasps> that's going on that you have to investigate it so i played through act one it's broken up like oh, wow. into acts um i got to the end
1: if that tells you
0: okay anything. so yeah it's after you get to the club section is where okay. you'll get through this so like i like the visual style i think the dialogue is written pretty well it's kind of witty um, the music is really good too it's got like that jazzy it's like you know what, is, what would you say like that that 30s 40s you know era like
1: lounge jazz i didn't yeah. hear any singing but it has just like the the slow a boom 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 and then the piano yeah, the, comes stuff, in. the stuff you'd
0: expect it, yeah. it's great um yeah so you had touched about the controls and I, I was playing with mouse and keyboard and then I did try with a controller, which I prefer. It just seems more relaxed to play with the controller. However, like there's some sections where you have to like, like you're, you're and you're looking through this desk for clues. you have to drag stuff around and move things? Really not fun to do that with the controller. Oh, so I much prefer yeah. like the, the mouse to do that. Like for instance, when you're in that club, I don't know how far you've played, but there's one section in the club you have to find, like you have to, just like get this combination to this lock. Mm. And the way you do that, you're going through this locker, and there's like all these pictures and like little article snippets. And you have like these other things to use as a cipher that you have to like almost overlay on top of the articles. And it only allows certain letters or numbers because there's little hole Like, let's say it's a little postcard, but it has key holes cut out. Well, if you put that on top of this other thing, it's only going to let certain letters show. Uh, so that's how you kind of have to deduce, you know, how to unlock the, the next cipher. point. So I was like, I walked away from it at the first one. I was like, okay, yeah, I like where this is going. I like I like the character. I like the writing. And then I was like, I want to do a little more research about this. And unfortunately, I did. And I looked it up. So this game was kickstarted. And unfortunately, like it's been on, available on Steam, I think, for much longer. So I think it's wow. great. The Game Pass is the way you should enjoy this. I, um, because basically I, I read a Steam review that was pretty scathing. But then, if you go and like go to the go, like go to the Kickstarter page and look at what they prompt, it's this kind of unfortunately the classic case of over promising and under delivering with this game. Oh, like they no. had a bunch of stuff that like they'll show like that they had concepts for that must have had to get had to been cut, um, that just aren't into the game. And like, I like some of the, um, and I don't know the gameplay, like if this isn't, like, a game to play. I think it's, like, it's a story to experience because, like, in terms of game, the most thing, there's, like, some very mild stealth elements.
1: Yeah, I noticed you I think that's about. Yeah,
0: I think, yeah, that's, I think that's about all you're going to get with this is, is that. But, mm. um, you know, apparently there was some stuff that was supposed to do with smell that they were going to implement in there and, like, more branching story and i think a lot of stuff that just had to get cut but uh, like this guy this one review on Steam was like real really dug into it. and i was like oh man that's too bad that somebody bought into it like that and then this is the product he got but i there was like one part when i was playing it where it just kind of felt a little janky and i was like oh that's that's kind of a shame a little bit so Ugh, um yeah. i think uh, definitely the benefit to experience it on game pass and it's probably a benefit that it's now been picked up on game pass um because it would be probably a harder recommendation to, you know, pay shell out the $30, you yeah, know. Yeah, in that case, it, I don't it seems
1: I'm, like their benefit because probably a lot more eyes exactly. on the it's game. Exactly, it's
0: going to get, yeah, a lot more eyes on the game and they're getting paid by Microsoft and everything. And that's just too bad because there's a lot of cases that when people, like the games have gone on Game Pass and then, you know, these things, these things happen. And, and, and it just, it feels like it got a little rushed and it got pushed out maybe what, you know when it could have used a little longer to to simmer I think it was I think it was like this summer I think it was like June or July I think is when it actually released but there were like extensive delays with like backers getting their codes and everything and that never goes over well um, (laughs) here I am it's like oh this is a great thing but but, I mean if you're into that like that setting I would totally recommend it I mean obviously not everyone's going to be into the weird you know animal stuff that that sounds terrible not everyone's into that weird Weird animal animal stuff stuff. but I mean like I mean, if, like, I could, I don't know, like, you enjoyed Black Sad, I enjoyed Black Sad, and, like, I just know, like, that's, mm-hmm. it's gonna, like, line up there, and it's just got, like, that classic noir, noir mm-hmm. you know, style that it, you know, and I and feel it's, like it, it's,
1: I feel like you know if you like it already before you go into yeah. it, kind
0: of. Yeah, and, like, the dialogue trees are interesting, too, because you have, like, a lot of the ways that you approach dialogue with the characters, and it, it's been interesting because, like, I'll typically answer how I would, but I think mm-hmm. you can't really. You've got to, like, answer more how you think the character would, so you have to kind of, like, play more into, like, this. you got to be more of an asshole than I think I would that I would naturally be, essentially. Yeah, I That's
1: have that I'm problem in that. Mass Effect because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do, a... instead of doing a Paragon run, I'll do the asshole run and yeah. then I never came can I, I ask bad.
0: can I ask how long how far you got in the club or I you haven't just get gone inside the club? I just
1: got inside
0: because um, uh, I'm interested there's a dialogue with the club owner and I'm interested in how that plays out for you because um, I don't think I I don't think based on what I've read I don't think this game has like the opportunity for multiple endings or like different progression like different branching paths depending on how interactions happen with the characters I think it's all kind of more much more linear than that but still
1: Interesting. Yeah, I've been I've been impressed by its writing so far. That's part of the reason. Yeah, like, the
0: writing is the writing's quite good. And I don't think it's a very large team that made that. I think it's only like a small handful of, of developers that worked on it.
1: Well, like right, a, right away, I, I did have one problem figuring out what I was supposed to do at the very beginning. But once you start talking to that lady and you ask her, like you start prying about like, well, do you think he's aggressive? Would he ever hit you? And she doesn't want to talk about it. Like that's... That's way more realistic than just being like, oh, yeah, you know, like just immediately answering your question. Like I had to pry yeah. some things out of her and it didn't always work. So I thought that was pretty cool. Just that that writing isn't just like, oh, here yeah. you go. <laughs> Here's all your answers. It's not it. just
0: on the nose. Yep. Oh, yeah. He did. Yep. He did that. He did it. Yep.
1: I'd like to. I'm going to put more time into it. I started it when I was tired, but I really wanted to see what it yeah, was that's about. Yeah, a surrogate combo. No. When you find out you have to do a lot of reading. <laughs> and yeah, you're just like I oh, know. Um, well, if uh, you want me to send this thing home, I'll talk about my last game. Um, yeah, if man, you like I played some Fiveza, uh, Forza Horizon 5, and uh, I was looking forward to this game uh, quite a bit just because I felt like I got into Forza, you if-
0: and a lot of people, apparently, yeah, apparently. I discovered
1: I told Josh because I played some with Josh, I was like, I don't know anybody who likes racing games but now apparently everybody likes racing games because like Donnie's playing it Takeda I wasn't too surprised but uh Calo <laughs> you know and so I'm like oh yeah. cool I guess it's got to be the right one and uh, this one does seem to be the right one for a lot of people it is kind of a mix of simulation and arcade I would say you can definitely dial it more simulation if you want but uh, you don't have to and uh yeah it feels good to get kind of in on the ground floor of this one because mm-hmm. I discovered in Forza four that they have like seasons where you can earn cars by doing things and specific uh, events that they have. Like they'll have a, um, a danger sign, which is basically you jump off uh, of a huge jump and you have to go like certain amount of feet. Uh, but then they'll also have like a drift zone where you have to make certain amount of points within this zone on the map. Uh, so you'll unlock points that go towards unlocking cars. And then when you complete a season, it's all for, uh, it's autumn, summer, winter, spring. So you do all four okay. of those in a, and they basically rotate every four days. So it takes about a month to get through a full season and every, uh, every season of the year is out for about four or five days, it seems like. So you got a little while to do these things. And again, you you unlock cars, some of which may or may not be – usually they're, like, epic or legendary, it seems like, but uh, worth it. For instance, I got the DeLorean. (laughs) So you know I was going to at least get that one.
0: I mean, I saw you you have the Z.
1: Yep, I bought that. I ended up gifting that. So they have a – I don't know if you could do it in the last one, but when you go to Barn Finds – and you find one of the cars that you restore, well, they restore for you, you also have the option of gifting cars to people. And it can go to anybody, like anyone who's playing the game. It can go to new players. It can go to returning players. You can be very specific. And so I bought that for, it's only like 20,000 credits, which isn't really a lot. And so I was like, you know what? I'll gift it to someone else. It's one of my favorite cars, so I'll send it out to somebody else.
0: Um, is uh I, no, this is how um out of touch I am. Is that available on Game Pass? Correct? Or is it is. That...
1: Yep, yep. It was day one available. Although some people were able to play uh sooner by buying.
0: Oh yeah, they had the, the yeah, yeah, yeah something With that I don't early know. access type thing. Yeah, I guess I should have known where I've like opened my Xbox app on PC, and it's like, hey, look it plastered on it. at us, <laughs> it's all over. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, you I'm know, dumb. It's, I'm dumb.
1: They they give you like normally it's split into four little pin icons and instead it takes up like instead it's just, it just forza it everywhere
0: yeah um i need to i need to get an xbox controller i think
1: they're good i like them they're
0: one of my faves um because the 8-bit dough just isn't uh, you know i don't i don't like i need i need offset sticks i don't like i don't like i don't like the playstation the ones next layout. to each other yeah yeah
1: same here um so yeah seasons I'm glad to get in on the like the first season because there's that collector uh, mentality mm. and and I just mm-hmm. like I like doing things and checking them off of a list, you know, none of them are really that hard. They don't take a lot of time. You just have to do a specific thing. and you know, check mark, and that feels good. And uh, being able to get rewarded right away. Forza has always been, Horizon anyway, has always been really great about rewarding you. It's cars, cars, cars all the time. Wheel spin, (laughs) get a car, you know, do this thing. You got a car. Cars everywhere. So uh, it really feels rewarding to do things. Uh, Sometimes it is confusing still, though, at least for me, because they have so many different things. They have this, like, Horizon Link. They have Horizon Open. They have um, convoys. And like, if you're just coming in now, it's very, it doesn't really explain very well half of these things. Usually it's an audio explanation the first time you open it, and then the lady will tell you what it is. But it doesn't always answer why. You know, it tells you what, but it doesn't say why. Sure. Um, Sure. But like, Horizon Open is multiplayer. For just like racing and stuff like that um so eventually you'll figure it out uh one of the things that's in the seasons is has always been playground games and so these are games like king where you're uh, each one you're either on red or blue team and you have to do an objective in king you have to hold on to a crown for as long as you can and your time is cumulative as a team in zombies you have to chase everyone down and
0: uh, that mode is in Mario Kart. Okay.
1: About <laughs> what is it called, King? Do you get a crown? Uh,
0: it's it's called Shine Sprite um, or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Now now I remember. You're right. Uh, capture the flag. But the thing is, is like I still don't like them. And the fact that like to get the second car in the seasons, you you pretty much have to do close to damn near everything. Um, being quote-unquote forced to do the playground games. Not a huge fan. Um, One of the stories... So Josh and I... I've never played this multiplayer, actually. Like, the convoy is you getting a group of people together and doing things as a group, much like any game uh, like where you're in a lobby together. So... Josh was coming along for the ride and helping me complete some of the season stuff because I thought I had to do it multiplayer. Turns out I didn't really need to, but again, the uh, like Horizon Tour was another one that was confusing. I didn't understand. I thought because it said co op, I thought that meant I had to have somebody mm. in a convoy with me. Turns out that's not true, but we did it together anyway, and everything worked fairly flawlessly. Um, but our first race, we get in. B class cars, which are fairly quick rally cars, we would I would say, or faster street cars, if you will. Um, there's A, S1, and S2 above that, with S2 being the fastest cars. So if that gives you, and then D is the lowest. So you're kind of like, sort of in the lower middle end of fastness and handling and stuff. And so we're doing this race and you get to pick your car and it's usually anything that you've unlocked that fits the 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 uh the bill if you will of what what the race is going to be and two players had who were on our team cuz again we were split into teams for this race for some reason have racing semis are you aware of like racing semis as a thing that exists?
0: uh mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I wasn't either no. before
1: playing a race. I'm going to have I'm... to search that. OK, so there's these like people race semis, apparently.
0: I, I know that I, I knew there was like drag racing, I think, but
1: that's kind of what these look like. And they're quite fast on straightaways, but obviously they have awful handling and they spent the entire time just smashing into everybody, including their own team. Oh, perfect. And if that happens a lot, normally the game will make you invisible for a few minutes uh if you hit a wall or do anything they've done a really like do anything that would cause other people to run into you um if you're playing like a jackass they've done a really good job of making it so like if you hit a wall you slow down for a few seconds and you go invisible if you're smashing into people you can trade paint and bump off one another but if you're just Mm -hmm. running around like just purposely it kind of
0: discourages you from being like a complete a-hole and just
1: Usually, yes. In yeah, every other race usually. that that had that had worked, but not this one. And it was the most annoying thing. It was so annoying that we ended up reporting both of the people who were doing it uh, through the Microsoft or through the Xbox menu because I was just sick of. It was so frustrating, <laughs> like because they're yeah, they're huge, oh, and so they're huge, and so uh, <laughs> you, you get in first know. place, they hit you, and then you're smack back in like the. You know, like in uh, Mario Kart, speaking of, where you're in that – the anything below, like, fourth place, you're in the pack, and you're just constantly getting hammered by everything. That's yeah. kind of – well, I know you don't because you're always in first, but yeah. – No, not true. <laughs> um, but that's kind of how it felt was, like, after you got dropped back below podium, you're dealing with all the people who uh, – you're just dealing with the pack. Uh the funny thing was though is when I did get pushed back to the to the back end of the the race the people who were on the other team were great like I had a really good race with one guy for quite a long time where we were just like neck and neck the whole time and taking corners with each other mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and we didn't run into each other or at least we didn't make each other crash we just raced like they would in real life for the most part so that was the positive experience and after that for the most part it was more of that, where people were generally respected (laughs) in being um, good sports. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I got all the season stuff done for summer and uh, looking forward to doing the next one to get more cars. And it's just one of those games you just kind of pop in for a little bit, do some stuff, and then you can leave. It's really easy to get stuff done in that game, and I appreciate that. And I like driving cars. So
0: Well, Well, there you go.
1: Yeah, I'm having fun with it. No big surprise, probably, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Good. Good. I think it sounds like everyone's having a lot of fun with it. So that's good. Okay. You, you love to see it. You love to see right? it. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, <sighs> yeah. I think time that's to it, bring man. It home. That's gonna do it. Time to bring it home. Thanks everybody for listening. That is what the flux is in a nutshell, the new, the reborn. What the flux is. Look at that. We talk about games, we talk about movies. Talk about things, comics. A lot of comic talk, which I like.
1: Yeah. Oh, spe- yeah. Anything on deck for me? TMNT, man. I got a lot of it. Got a lot of it to come.
0: Uh, I'll probably have some. I'll give you all the all you need to hear about Halo Infinite. I'll probably <laughs> get you a lot of get you your fix on that. Nice. Um Anything else? No. I don't. I don't know yet. Um, don't. I don't. I'd like to I fit in a movie. Know.
1: I might yeah. go see Eternals with the lady. I know it's a it's a gamble, yeah. but. Yeah, we gotta do something. We can only go out the so something. many times before it's just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll else. get old. Well, as always, thank you for listening, and thank you to all of our special special patrons. But even a more special thanks to those arbiters of awesomeness: Tyler Allen, Tom Servo, Zach Bradshaw, Grouchy Surge, Matt Knight, Brendan Myers, Josh Brown, and Bow. Before that, Crusader of the Legion. Edwin Callow. If you want to join the Flex Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash Get your early access to Flex Radio and get that exclusive show. Safe space. Playing this out tonight, we have an OCRMX of course, coming from let me know if you've heard of this game. It is Poppin' Twinbee Rainbow Bell Adventures, released by Konami in 1994 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. This is Mr. Greenhill by Ivan Huckstuk, which we've played, uh, played some of his stuff before. Got good stuff. It's rock. It's energetic, funky, happy, bassy, jazzy. All those things. There's a bunch of songs from the game this features. So as always, we can find this remix. Many more. OCRemix.org. And that is going to do it for us. Lucas, play that song. Let's go calmly into the night. And uh, let's go make some pizza rolls, dude. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> Can I use your phone? Because I can't find mine. My... You can't find your because phone? I have to come down here. It's just an opportunity I have to take. So phoned. that was my wife scaring me and using my phone to find her phone because she can't find her phone.
1: <sighs> I hope you deleted your now, history.
0: Now that I've got the brown note. In my pants.
1: (laughs) Terrible beer, by the way.